Hi there, and welcome to the Pearls from My Mom podcast. Every mom has special pearls of wisdom she passes on to her kids. In this podcast, we'll be talking about those pearls of wisdom, as well as the life lessons that our moms have passed down to us. We will be sharing to keep the legacy alive. Hello, hello, and welcome to Pearls from My Mom. My name's Jessie. I'm your host, and I'm smiling so big right now because I have not recorded an episode in a really long time, and I'm really happy to be back here in my guest room in my basement, my little recording studio, recording an episode because it's something that I've missed so badly. So if you are here, of course you're here, and I thank you for being here. I'm really, really happy that you're joining me. Today is actually May 12th, 2019, which means that it is in fact Mother's Day. And I know that Mother's Day can be really difficult, especially for people who have lost their mothers. It, it could be difficult for many people for a multitude of reasons. But I know I have some friends, you know, that have lost their mothers. I know they've mentioned it's it's particularly difficult for them. So my heart goes out to you today and every day, really. But I do know it can be difficult. And so I, I wanted to do a quick episode today. Um, and I actually wanted to talk about writing, journaling, because it's something that we've talked about, that I've talked about on the show before. And it's something that can be really therapeutic. So I know that sometimes if I'm hurting or I feel like I just really miss my mom, I mean, I miss my mom every day, but if I feel like I'm really missing her more than usual, I know that writing really helps me, uh, you know, doing journaling. And so my mom actually started a journal and she left it for my sister and I. We didn't discover it until after she had passed away. And so a lot of the things in the journal are, you know, little bits of family history, little stories about some of the stories I'm going to tell today are a story about my own grandma, her mom. And then also she had a really funny story about her grandma. Um, so my great grandma. So I think it's, I think if you're if you have some time today, if you're listening, even you, I'm putting this out kind of late on Sunday, so maybe by the time you listen to this, it might not be Mother's Day, but that's okay. You can do writing whenever you want. So maybe you take a little time and maybe you write down one of your favorite family stories, or maybe you write down what one of your family members means to you. Maybe you write to your mom, or maybe you write something. If you have your own children, maybe you write something for them. But I hope that this leads to somebody out there doing a journal entry and that it helps you feel a little bit better. So here are some stories that my mom, in my mom's own words, which I can, it's fun reading my mom's writing because I can, I can hear her voice saying it all. So I'll do my best to kind of do it justice. But uh, first off, we'll talk about my grandma. This is a story, or this is a, a little blurb that my mom wrote about her mom, who is actually, my grandma's still alive. She's in her late 80s and she is you know, feisty as ever, of course, which is great. Um, so this is what my mom had to say about her mom. Now, for your grandma, what a most wonderful mom she always was and is to me. I used to call her one of life's little cheerleaders. My mom always tried to make our lives as children as good as they possibly could be. She would often sacrifice things she wanted so we could have things. She made sure we were active in swimming, gave us money for dance classes. Yes, I took ballet, toe, and even tap dancing lessons at the YMCA. Mom made all of the holidays so very special. She baked and cooked and decorated the house so beautifully. We had the most tremendous surprises for Christmas, Easter, birthdays, and every occasion. 
She made sure we had the most beautiful clothes for Easter, First Communion, dances, and all special events. She went to work full-time back in the 50s when most moms were able to stay at home. She did this all for us. Grandma was in charge of the girls' camp for the YMCA, so every summer we were able to go to camp. Mom would be in charge of all the activities, lead the singing, provide guidance to all of the girls. I was so proud that the camp director was my mom. She was always so full of life. When I wanted to go to the convent, side note, yes, my mom wanted to go to the convent. I'm, of course, glad she didn't because obviously I wouldn't be here. But anyway, she says, when I wanted to go to the convent, I know this was expensive and grandma made sure she was working enough to pay this bill. Both of my parents made sure every opportunity was made available to all three of us. I learned so much about activity, adventure, curiosity, structure, working, and helping others from the time I spent with my mom. It's really nice to read those beautiful words that my mom had written about her own mother, my grandmother. So that was a little bit about that. Now, the next story I have is about my great-grandmother, my mom's grandma. And she thinks it's the greatest story from that side of her family. So she wrote, the greatest story from the gray side was the one about the chicken coop. I have told you girls so many times, and we have laughed about it forever. I am sure there is some editorial liberty to it. Here it is so it can be passed on from one generation to yet another. Every day, Grandma would go out to the hen house to fetch the eggs. I don't remember how many hens were there, but I do remember that there was one mean and nasty rooster. I later found out that this is a necessity in every hen house, because if you want babies, it takes one of each kind to make this happen. Anyway, the other job the rooster had is to protect all the hens. Roosters tend to take this job very seriously and can fight off predators such as wild dogs, foxes, badgers, skunks, etc. Well, we'd go to the hen house and sometimes the rooster would fly at grandma with his talons extended. A rooster's talons can put a serious hurt on you. Once each week, grandma would take a tennis racket to the hen house with us. When the rooster flew aggressively at her, she simply held up the tennis racket and the rooster would smack into it full force, fall down, and fly away. This happened repeatedly, and I finally asked Grandma what was up with that. She said, see what happens tomorrow. Well, the next day, we went down to the hen house, and the rooster was downright kind and complacent, allowing us to harvest all of the eggs without assault. Each day following the tennis racket incident, the rooster got increasingly aggressive again, until by the sixth day, it was kind of scary. On the seventh day, Grandma took the tennis racket in again and whack! Down went the rooster, and all was well again for another six days. A most fascinating study in animal nature. The best part of it was that Grandma said, See? This is how it is with roosters and with men. Once a week, you need to put them in their place whether they need it or not. I always remembered that little piece of wisdom, and have laughed about it hundreds of times over the years. I guess what was so funny about Grandma talking trash like that is that never were words spoken that were further from the truth of her life. As with most women of her generation, she was quite subservient to her husband, did everything he wanted to do, bore him five children, and took care of everything so he didn't have to deal with it. I love them both, but Grandma was a complete hoot. <laughs> so there you have it. That's a story about my grandma. The first, the first little bit was about my grandma being the the director of the YMCA camp program for girls. And the second story was about my great-grandma uh, 
putting roosters and men in their place, <laughs> or at least talking big game about it anyway. So I hope that this little episode was a nice little break for you. I hope that it inspires you to take some time to do some writing of your own. I know that I'm going to sit down with my journal and maybe write out some things that make me grateful to be a mom. Since I, I am a mom, I've got my own kids here on Mother's Day. And like I said, if you want to share, please do. Uh, as you know, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, it's at Pearls from my mom all over there. I have a Facebook group, small, not super active right now, but I really would like to have more interaction with people. So if that's something that you want to do, please come on over, join the Facebook group, and I promise I will get more active. I do have some interviews coming out, so I'll be putting out regular episodes again. I'm really excited about that. I've got interviews with more people talking about the pearls of wisdom from their moms. I also have some more interviews with, uh, you know, different people in different professions, just things I think you might be interested in. So if you have any topics that you want covered or if you want to share your own story, please feel free to reach out to me. An easy email address for me is pearlsfrommymom at gmail.com. And of course, you can go to pearlsfrommymom.com and check out all of the different uh, links I have on there. Tons of ways to reach out to me. So that's the whole reason I do this. When I get, you know, notes from people that say, thank you for helping tell stories. It's important work. I know that I'm not the most popular podcast out there, but I think that it does good things for uh, you know, the people that do listen. And of course, I do appreciate you for listening. So if you happen to listen to this on the day that it came out, Mother's Day, I really do hope that you were able to enjoy the day and that it wasn't too hard for you. And of course, I hope that every day that you're able to enjoy every day and that it's not too hard for you. But please feel free to reach out to me and signing off from Pearls from my mom, as always, sharing to keep the legacy alive. <laughs>